welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that talks about everything that you absolutely love and everything that you're like, huh? About with your favorite made-for-TV romances. The kinds that you see on Netflix, Lifetime, and mostly Hallmark. (laughs) Yeah, Hallmark, the, the staple. It is the staple because it's the one that has the most consistent year-round programming. It is true. So, everyone, welcome to Winterfest. Yay! Yay. It is our period of time in between Christmas, which is three to four months long, and <laughs> Valentine's Day, which is a month long. So you got that weird little middle bit. That's true. And that's called Winterfest. That is called Winterfest. <laughs> that is basically... All of the Christmas movies without the Christmas in it. Yeah. It's the yeah. Same. That is, that's pretty much what it is. And but. not, no, that's what we're here to talk about, that formula. Yeah. In exactly. winter time. Winter time. So what do we got today? We've got uh, Hallmark's 2020 Winterfest kickoff movie called Winter in Vale. And we do mean Vale like the city in Colorado. Right. So I feel like Hallmark has gotten into this, like, Love or Christmas or winter or summer or whatever in Insert fill in the blank, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in a city like a, like pick a city or pick a country. I don't know if they've done a country yet, but winter in Vale, uh, Christmas in Rome, love in Rome. Uh, they're doing Paris wine and chocolate, well, but that's love not, in yeah, yeah but yeah, like. Yeah. And they're they're also doing love in Iceland. Love in Iceland. That's a country, yeah, right? You did it. So like they're just also I, they had to do love in Iceland because I I mean I, I haven't seen the movie because it hasn't aired yet. But can you imagine love in Reykjavik? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um. So yes, we're going to talk about Winter and Vale. Oh, we're going to talk about it. I have so many thoughts, Katie. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. I'm excited about Winter and Vale because, oddly enough, due to the amount of them, we have yet to do a Lacey Chabert one. Yeah. It's it's sort of surprising that we've never talked about a Lacey Chabert movie on the podcast. We've live-tweeted some. Yes. Sort of. Okay. I feel like we just talked about this off mic. Did I live tweet or did we live tweet Christmas in Rome? You live tweeted. Okay. Yeah. My mom and I missed that one. It was over Thanksgiving. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. I was like, I mean, you and I independently have definitely seen a shocking amount of Lacey Chabert movies. True. But I was wondering if we had done, how much we'd done together as One Kiss Means Forever related. Um... Crossword Mysteries. Yes, we, we did. Together. We did like doing Crossword Mysteries. Which, <laughs> if you're not watching Crossword Mysteries, they're awesome. Yeah, I mean they're stupid, but they're awesome. No, they're awesome. They combine <laughs> three of things that I like: Hallmark crosswords and mysteries. <laughs> not necessarily in that order. No. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we decided to live tweet it, even though it's a little bit out of our brand, um, but we both enjoy it, yeah. so instead of one kiss means forever, it was one case means forever, because yeah. you it's, solve one, you have to solve them all together. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> back to Winter in Vale. Winter in Vale. All right, so this, this aired on Hallmark Channel 
on the 4th of January, 2020, initially. Um, so this is what Hallmark has to say about Winter in Vale. Chelsea inherits a house in Vale. She meets Owen and gets a much-needed break. Together, they put on Strudelfest to highlight the charm of Old Vale. It stars Lacey Chabert and Tyler Hines. It's a very simple... Yeah. <laughs> but that, that works for this movie. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so, here we go. Uh, Chelsea, event planner extraordinaire in Los Angeles, played by Hallmark Queen Lacey Chabert is passed over for a big promotion. Along with some other life setbacks, she is not happy. So when she learns that she's inherited her uncle's chalet in Vail, Colorado, she up and quits her job and drives out to Vail in order to find herself. When Chelsea drives into town, she meets Owen, played by Tyler Hines. Since she's driven and parked in town, which is pedestrian only, uh, <laughs> this meeting does not go well. Uh, but when she heads up to the chalet, she finds it was mid-renovation, and Owen is the contractor. So now they have to get along, since she needs him to live there. So they bury the hatchet and decide to be friends. Yeah. So um, Owen's father, Carl, owns the Edelweiss, a German restaurant in the old town of Vale. Uh, turns out Chelsea's uncle was Carl's best friend and business partner. Partner. So Uncle Grady, turns out, was the pastry chef at the Edelweiss and made the best apple strudel ever. Unfortunately, with his death, uh, the restaurant is struggling and no one knows how to make his strudel. It was taken off the menu because um, they don't want to make it without him. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the renovations, which is apparently like a day or two later, <laughs> uh, Chelsea finds her uncle's recipe in like his recipe book slash diary. So Chelsea and Owen decide to make this recipe, and it comes out great. Um, and this prompts them to come up with the idea of having a strudel fest. Hmm. Uh, the idea is that it will be a festival, slash craft fair, slash strudel competition, slash town revitalization effort thing. Because uh, apparently the old town isn't getting the fancy Vale tourism that the resorts are getting. Because, like, all that time when you think, like, Vale... It's for fancy people with lots of money. Oh, yeah. Apparently they don't go to town, according <laughs> to this movie. They just stay at their resorts and go skiing. Um, and everyone is on board with this plan because they're like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's bring in tourism. <laughs> tourism, yes. Um, so Chelsea's event planning skills are making this strudel fest go super well. Uh, she's organized and she has a ton of ideas. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Chelsea and Owen are really falling for each other and it's mad cute. Um, and he's getting her to slow down and relax. And while one would think that there would be some sort of obstacle to overcome, there really isn't. And everything goes very smoothly. Uh, and then Vienna, Chelsea's best friend and work assistant from L.A., arrives seemingly out of nowhere. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Um, so Vienna has been sent to get Chelsea to come back to L.A. and her job. Uh, because without her, things are becoming a shit show. The person who got Chelsea's job promotion is not working out. He's not a team player. And it's been terrible and people hate him. So now Chelsea has to decide whether to go back and... 
work on her career and like move up the ranks, etc., etc., or whether she stays in Vale, which she clearly is supposed to, because you know we're watching a Hallmark movie, but she doesn't know that yet. Right. Uh, so Strudel Fest goes super well, Woo-hoo! and it's clear that it's going to be an annual thing. Everybody loves it. Everyone's super happy. Um, the town realtor, uh, whose name is Bev, who is also selling uh, Chelsea this house. Um, she's selling or Chelsea's she's house for, for Chelsea. Her. But yeah. she also was the one who was controlling it for the estate. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Irrelevant. She's also crushing on Carl, um, and she wins the Strudel competition. It's very exciting, and it's clear that she might also then become the pastry chef at the Edelweiss, uh, which is adorable because clearly she and Carl are an item now. So, yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you got to do to get the man of your dreams is win a competition. And we just make a <laughs> damn fine Strudel. <laughs> well, they do say a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now punch it right through the stomach. <laughs> So Owen and Chelsea talk, and she decides that she has to do what she's worked so hard for, and she goes back to L.A. I know, you didn't see that coming, did you? No. You probably did. Uh, But immediately regrets this decision, because she's like, oh my god, everything's back to the way it was, I'm overwhelmed, nobody really helps me. Like, she has an assistant, but everybody goes home and, like, leaves her at work by herself. Yeah. Doing everything crazy yeah she's a workhorse for sure. yeah she's she's working too hard she has no time for herself and she cannot see the stars yeah that was a big thing for her in Vale. yeah um, she could see the stars yeah which it's true you it's very hard to see stars in cities i am constantly in like inspired by them every time i see them having grown up in new york and phoenix <laughs> there are no stars unless yeah. they are spaceships Mm-hmm. Because apparently yeah. that was a thing in Phoenix. Oh, when I grew up, there oh. was a spaceship. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, there, like where my parents live, there's a ton of stars, and you can see them, and it's it's beautiful. It well, but you know, you can't see the stars in the city. No. Granted, most people in the city don't look. Most people in the country don't look. So but the don't. moon. Look at the moon. It's the full. moon. It was full yesterday. Oh, was it? It was very pretty. Um, so Owen is heartbroken back in Vale, but his time with Chelsea has prompted him to follow his own dreams, and he's started working at least partially, uh, as an architect that he has the qualifications to be. He has a degree in architecture. It's very, very exciting. Um, so one evening, uh, Chelsea realizes that she misses who she was in Vale. Uh, she misses the slower-paced life and the cold and the snow and the hot chocolate and them stars we were talking about. Um, Vienna notices this, uh, and she says, why don't you go back? Like, you were clearly happier in Vale. Um... So, uh, cut to, um, Owen going back to pick up his tools from the chalet in Vale, because I guess he really hasn't needed them for a while, um, and he finds Chelsea there, um, she is ready to stay in Vale, and they kiss, and since, one kiss means forever, we know they'll be planning Strudelfest for years to come. Yay. The end. <laughs> hooray. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Okay. Okay. So there's a couple things I think I want to touch on before we go into our segment. Me too. Um, first of all, she, they start this movie where, she, where Lacey Chabert is giving a presentation about an event that she's planning. Mm-hmm. And 
It's insanity. It is a work retreat in the Swiss Alps. And apparently it's coming in under budget. <laughs> it's a work retreat in the Swiss Alps and everybody's getting like Dom Perignon on arrival. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, yes, it's, um. And I mean, my note was, how can this possibly be under budget? <laughs> it must be for Amazon. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. It's a holiday party. It's a holiday party work retreat. I mean, like, it's in, uh, like, the only way this is under budget is if the budget is, like, a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Amazing. <laughs> uh, there's, I have a lot to I say. I have a lot to say, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't even know where to start. Um, I, so I, that was just something I wanted to touch on because I was just, like, it start, the movie starts on its note of, like, we live in a mythical world. Yeah. <laughs> It really, really does. Um, but in this mythical world, in Vale, Modest Mouse is playing in the Snow Days Festival. <laughs> I missed that. There's a sign when she arrives in Vale that, ha- you know, like a banner of like, mm-hmm. it's the Snow Days Festival, which doesn't really appear in the movie, mm-hmm. but it must have been something happening in Vale. And it was like, this is happening in Modest Mouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I liked that. Um, I also, like... I kept thinking, I've never been to Vale. I don't know if Vale is like this at all. Is it Little Germany? I, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was the next thing I had on my list, too. Um, I, because, okay, so in the film, they kind of represent parts of Vale as being, like, so Bavarian oppression. Yeah, or, it was Bavarian, specifically. Yeah, because yeah. she goes to a supermarket, and she's like, what is... Batesel, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, try the Gluvine, which is amazing. I like spice. I like Gluvine. Gluvine yeah. is amazing. But it is, is it like <laughs> that know. kind of... Well, like, right, because it's like, yeah, okay, there's a German restaurant with a German theme, and they, like, wear, like, Lederhosen and whatever. I don't know what the female version of Lederhosen is actually called. I don't know either. But it's, the, the waitress is wearing that. Lederhosen. Ha <laughs> ha. That was... That was bad, and I loved it. You welcome. <laughs> it was bad. Um, that's my brand. Though, though, it's also kind of really later ho zen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> off track a bit. Okay, but uh, so like you can have a themed restaurant. That's fine. But then like everything feels a little German. Also, this bothered me so much, so so much. Carl says Wilkman wrong. He also says schnitzel wrong. Oh, did he? I At one that. point he says schnitzel. Oh, no. Okay. We got the best schnitzel in town. <laughs> I missed it. Um, but he kept saying Wilkman. And I kept thinking, like, it's not an Afikoman from Passover. It's Wilkman. Bienvenue. It's, it's <laughs> but I kept thinking... English is a Germanic language. We kind of have the same syllable stresses. Yeah. Like, if it feels wrong to say, it's probably wrong. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. To Vail Colorado. <laughs> yeah, like, it was so weird. <laughs> um, I, I was there with you. Um, so if you are from Vail or you know, I, I mean, a lot of my family lives in Denver or Colorado, uh, like, around in Colorado, but I've never ever been to Vail or like mm-hmm. that kind. I um 
So if you know, write in. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like I should know, but I don't. Yeah, and I didn't look it up. Um, can I tell you that? Um, so I guess this is sort of a hallmark hallmark. So I'm gonna keep it till later. So, but they make strudel, right? And neither of them have made strudel before. Mm-hmm. And yet they make the world's most beautiful dough on the first <laughs> try that doesn't stick. That doesn't stick to it. Wait, and, and they no- put a menu under it and it doesn't stick to anything. No, because like, you're, you're, you're supposed to be able to read through it right. when, when it's done. But, like, every time I have made crust or dough, like, not as many times as many people, but I have made it multiple times and I feel like I'm still getting the hang of it. Dough is, crust dough is never perfect on your first time out, so I call bullshit. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. Uh, there's, there's just a few things that just, like, happen and they, like, talk about, it's sort of like, oh, if they, if you told me they cut this, like, they changed the order of things after the fact, I wouldn't be that surprised. Mm. Um, like, at one point she says, like, they go in, um, Owen takes her to dinner at, uh, the Edelweiss, because uh, Carl's his dad. I don't know if we talked about that, but Carl's also his dad. Um, <laughs> And so they walk in. Carl goes, okay, I'm going to get you, like, the special. Mm-hmm. They sit down, are given menus. Lisa Chabert says, like, they talk about how, like, there's notorious or whatever. And she's like, they don't know what they're missing. And then what's good here? Like, the order mm. of operations is so, it's like, they don't need to order at all because they're bringing them the special. Like it. Yeah, I see. I see. No, I totally I like, see what you're and saying. And then, and then she's like, "People don't know what they're missing," but she's never had anything. And then she asks, "What's good there?" Like, it, yeah, I what? Guess. I think she was just trying to like be a good person and say, like, you know, like, what? people don't know what they're missing. Blah. blah, blah. Like, I would whatever. have bought that, except it just felt very backwards. I also feel like um, what I thought you were gonna say when you brought this up was, um, so they go to the Edelweiss Cool, but they also go to another restaurant later on when they're mm-hmm. like getting people for Strudelfest. Um, uh, before Strudelfest is Strudelfest, they eat at this other person's restaurant, and she looks at the menu and she says, um, what, no strudel? As if it was like, everybody in the fucking town should have strudel on their menu. <laughs> Wait, it was so weird. <laughs> I, I don't know, it was it was weird. So I thought that the other restaurant might have come first, and then, like, because with the whole strudel conversation, it, I don't know. I, yeah. I think that's what I thought you were going to say. Um there's a few other things that like really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, they, at one point they go like s- tubing together. That looks fun. It did look really fun. But it, they go to meet. They says like I'll meet you at five. Mm-hmm. So we have a time. It is midday, and you are not going to convince me. It's any other time. It is so bright out. Yep. At five o'clock in y- winter. Yeah. Yep. Like no, stop it. <laughs> That was one. Um, there And then there was a lot of things where, so sh- she complains about being cold a lot, mm-hmm. which at least she's from LA, totally get it, not, no thing about that. Yep. So like the first time she's like, oh, the house is freezing, there's no heat. So I think in order to figure out how to make a fire, I'm going to take my coat off, which baffled me. 
Like, she she took her coat off. Maybe she felt restricted. I get that. She took it off before she even tried anything. So I found that. And then she was like, I think I might get frostbite in my house because there's no heat in it. And I was like, and then somebody said something like, oh, you haven't been there long enough to get frostbite. I think it takes like 15 minutes. Like, it's right. really fast. Yes, it is fast. <laughs> like, I'm being like, I don't think she's going to get frostbite, but also like, no, she, if it, it if was cold enough. She could. I think just the fact that she's inside a structure Maybe is going to help. Maybe they hypothermia. Maybe. Because isn't it a different thing? Like hypothermia. Yeah, no, I think she probably hasn't been there long enough to get hypothermia, but not frostbite, right. which are different things. Right. They're different. Um, and and then, then used interchangeably, which is wrong. Right. And then they, like, again, they just continually complain about cold. And then they're walking around with unzipped coats all the time. <laughs> all the time. Actually, I will say something <laughs> about that. And Colorado weather. Colorado has the strangest, strangest weather because it will snow in the morning and it'll be really, really cold. But in the afternoon, snow will still be on the ground. Everything will be fine. But you can take off your coat and feel fine. Okay. Um, It's it's a thing. It's bizarre. It'll be 20 20 degrees in the morning and then 60 degrees in the afternoon. And then it'll be like 30 degrees again at night. It's just the way that it goes. So... I will say that. Okay. But I totally understand your frustration. Yeah. Um, The last thing that I want to say about, like, for in whatever Mm -hmm. is, so Uncle Grady has been gone, like, what, six months tops? Tops. And so, so the whole point of this whole Strudel Fest thing, how it came to be, was the fact that, like, Uncle Grady's strudel was no no longer on the menu. The restaurant is sort of suffering because of that. And then when she's like, well, why don't we try to make the strudel? And then it can be like this, like, big comeback thing, you know, make a thing of it. Like, you know, a return to old times. And I'm like, it's been six months. Tops. Like, why <laughs> would, how how would that be such an event any anymore? Yeah. You know, the people who went, were away last winter haven't really come back yet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I I thought that was something that was kind of silly too yes. for me. Um, so should we get into Hallmark Hallmarks? Or do you want to talk no. about our? I do. Our, okay. Wait. We'll talk about what? I, I I think you wrote down quotes and I wrote down quotes because there was this movie had some really amazing line readings and they were all Tyler Heights. They were all Tyler Heights. Can we? Okay. Before I guess before we get into Hallmark Hallmarks, let's just talk about Tyler Hines for just a second. And then maybe we'll go into okay. his record of greatest hits. Okay. In this movie. Tyler Hines, I think, is hands down my favorite Hallmark man. I think so too. I wouldn't have said that I think a year ago. I think so too. I don't think I like really realized that he is he he just is able to take the trash that he is given to work with <laughs> and make me enjoy it on a level that I shouldn't. I agree. <laughs> he he is he gives very authentic and honest performances. He is very funny. I believe I he creates the falling in love arc for himself, even yeah. if it's not in the script. Yeah. Um and he just he really has like this this manly man vulnerability. Yeah. I believe you when I fall in love with you and the most amazing beard. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's the beard. It, the beard, yes, I think the beard is good. Um, like I think it's 
I wouldn't have thought so. He was my favorite because he's not the cutest person. I think he's quite cute, but he's not the cutest. He's more my type than pretty much anyone, except for Michael Raddy. But he, but he, the other thing about him is he's really human looking. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, he he doesn't look a hundred percent perfect. He's very, you know, he's he just looks like oh maybe maybe this man will fall in love with me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he seems attainable. Yeah. And he looks like Billy. He does look a bit like <laughs> Billy. <laughs> um. So. Thank you, Tyler Hines, for being you. We want to talk about some of the quotes. Yeah. They were they were legitimately funny to me. So the way he read them. Oh, totally. Okay. So uh, the first one, I don't know if I wrote down the quote exactly correctly, but, you know, like, he comes over, he fixes the thermostat, they leave for dinner, and she comes back home and the thermostat's not working, so she hit it. Yeah. Um, and broke it. And so... She, he comes back the next day and goes, oh, you banged on the thermostat and that didn't work? (laughs) Strange. (laughs) My, the one I wrote down as being my favorite. I think it was my favorite too. In the game of strudel, all is fair. (laughs) It's an old mountain saying. (laughs) That wasn't the one I thought you were going to do. Just like that it was, you know, old mountain saying. Um. So then I kind of want to leave my favorite one for a second, but there was one more that I really liked before that, which was, are you asking me to skip work? And then she's like, she thinks about it for a second and she's like, yes. And he goes, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Um, But my absolute favorite, favorite one where they say like, he says, so a strudel fest. And she's like, wait, is that a thing? And, he, and then he says, he like looks at her for a minute and he goes, no, no, I just stuck the words together. Strudel fest. <laughs> like, like, he's like, of course it's not a thing. He's like, I mean, it turns out that it, maybe it is a thing. Yeah, she Googles like, it. She goes, oh yeah, strudel fest is a thing. But like, where? <laughs> But, like, he definitely clearly made it up in the moment, too. A festival of strudels. Strudel fest. <laughs> but just the way, the, it was so, it was so, like, no, no, I just put the words together. Like, he was almost a, oh, sweet baby angel. <laughs> yeah, was, moment. It really was. <laughs> okay. I, okay, so, uh, is that, are yeah, that, that was my favorite. So, Hallmark Hallmarks. Hallmark Hallmarks. Okay. Um, I had quite a few. I also did, okay. too. So let's see how this goes. Um, up for a promotion, hypothetically, mm. uh, is a Hallmark Hallmark. Yes. Um, I have the uh, initial antagonism for no reason. Totally unwarranted antagonism. <laughs> like, he is, like, up and down rude. For no reason. For no reason. He could just you be like... park here. Right, Get off he my could, lawn. Because it was very much a, like... Are you going to park there? That's a bad idea. Like, and she's you like, know, like, rather than why? saying, like, hey, this is a pedestrian only, like, you can't park there. Like, it, like, yeah. I don't know. It was obviously you're an outsider and we don't take kindly to you folk around here. Yeah, it was really, it was like, no wonder you don't have tourists. Yeah. <laughs> you're mean. Uh, pr- prior to that, in terms of storyline, mm-hmm. um, apparently Chelsea had gone through a recent breakup. Mm-hmm. And surprise inheritance is sometimes what we find is a Hallmark Hallmark. Yes. Um, also, she 
uh, knows nothing about a beloved family member. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she she loves Uncle, Uncle Grady. They were so close. She knows nothing about him. She's never been to visit. Uh, she didn't know he baked. Because <laughs> that's what happens yeah. when life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Owen as a character, he is the uh, jack of all trades about town. Yeah. We've seen that a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it's an overly organized type A person with a relaxed, laid back person. Yes. I wrote over organized list maker equals go with the flow. Cool cat. <laughs> oh, there has to be that yes. both. And they are to the extreme in both yes. ways in this one. Always. Um, I also wrote, there is a man that you met that must means you are meant to be together. <laughs> <laughs> because she calls Vienna and she goes, oh yeah, and this guy, oh, and she goes, oh, a guy, really? Right, and it literally and was like, no, we l- like literally spoke to each other in like a professional capacity. Exactly, and like, you don't know who Owen is. Owen could be a 65-year-old man. I told you nothing about Owen. It'd be like, hi, mom, yeah, I know, so I met this guy named John. Oh, John. It was like, yeah, no, John is 12. <laughs> It was very weird. <laughs> he is my he's my ward now. I don't know. Yeah, um, I have indoor person moves to outdoor adventure adventure central. <laughs> nice. Um, money is really no object, even though they pretend that it is. Um, yeah. So with this, the alpine skiing, and then like oh, and the renovation project, et cetera, right? Right. So. And she's like, I don't have a job, so like, hopefully it won't cost too much. And it's like, yeah, or you could just not do this. Yeah. <laughs> um. A friend who is overly invested in her love life. Yes. Um, and then the rest of my Hallmark Hallmarks are our um, normal winter um, Hallmark Hallmarks. I have one more okay. that's a little bit outside of that, which is a workaholic likes who they are in the non-workaholic uh, space. I like that. That that definitely happens. Okay, so we have Coco. Snowball fights. Impromptu snowball fights. Yes. yes. Um, ice skating. Empty coffee cups. And baking. And a festival. A festival! Um, and it, old people falling in love. Oh, right. Yes, we have that as well. That is our mm-hmm. uh, newish Hallmark Hallmark for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. That was a good list of Hallmark Hallmarks. Yeah, it was. Good job, Hallmark. Um, pretty parade. So I have, I have two antis and a neutral. Dude, did you have a coat countdown? I did. Okay. That's my neutral. Okay. My coat countdown is two. Yeah, I think I I only And one of them she bought there because she had a peacoat and not like a parka. Unheard of. I know. It's sort of like, it's pretty parade slash new and noteworthy. Because I was all ready to be like, she's from LA and she has seven coats. Nope. (laughs) Right. She she literally didn't. It was kind of amazing. New and noteworthy. Um... So that was my neutral. I my antis. I didn't have anything that like struck me as really beautiful, mm. to be honest, in this movie. Like nothing was. Meh. It was a pretty. It's a pretty location, but you know. Like, there was a chandelier in the chalet, and that okay. was my. That was my only one that I wrote. Um. So my anti were at the very beginning of the movie. Vienna is, uh, her her hair. Um. Are we are we going back to those bump things? Is that going to be come back? I never liked them. Oh, initially. like a bump it? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even notice that. Because I don't like them and I never liked them and it upset me that she clearly, if she wasn't wearing one, she was doing the look. Oh. I, I don't know. That didn't bother. I, mm. I guess I didn't really notice it didn't bother me. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then at one point, uh, Tyler Hines has tucked in his sweater. <laughs> 
And like, okay, dad. No, sweaters look great on men, but they must be untucked. I, I don't, honestly, I don't really like the tucked look pretty much most of the time. I think that, Unless yeah. Unless you're wearing like a high waist something and it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's true. Like if, if it's not under something, yes, it should probably be tucked in, you know, but like don't, don't just don't tuck in your cardigan. It's not a good look. <laughs> That's really funny. Did you have any? <laughs> uh, no, it was just the chandelier. Okay. That was it. Uh, so, sh- should we discuss a uh, new and noteworthy? Yeah. And then across the universe? Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so, I have, besides the coat thing, which we've sort of already talked about, um, I have that she was actually called out for not knowing anything about her beloved family member. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's totally... <laughs> like, because usually... You know, like, the fact that the town is like, no, we knew him and you did not use, like, you didn't come visit. He would talk about you. We knew you existed. But, like. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Like, a little bit of, like, how did you not know this? You didn't, not only did you not visit, but, like, you didn't, he didn't come to you either and you definitely didn't call. (laughs) That's that's sort of triggering some things for me because I am a terrible family member. Eh. I really am. (laughs) I'm really bad about keeping in touch with most people, and I know that in my old age I will regret that, but hey, you know. You know, but also I don't think you would be like, no, we were really close. She said that they were when they were younger. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It it bothered me about how she, like, it felt like she was supposed to know him. She should have known him better. Yeah, I guess that. That's anyway. true. Um, I, I had that um, one new and noteworthy that I noticed was um, I'm always excited when it's obvious that they film in winter. Mm-hmm. You kind of can't fake the snow tubing scene, which is also new and noteworthy Yeah, for I me. have that too. Um, but uh, at one point she's walk- when she's walking through the house, she li- she has um, snow on her boots and oh. it's melting off. And I was like, that's a good touch. I don't know like if they made sure that was yeah. the thing, but she was obviously coming outside, inside and outside from snow. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the tubing, like, it looked really fun. Yeah! So they would go up, and then they would get on inner tubes, and then they would, like, tube down the mountain, which looks amazing, but I think I would be so scared, because I don't like when I go really, it really looked, fast. It looked kind of bunny slopey, though. It was. It didn't look like the mountain. No, it looked scary and fun. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm the one that's like, no, that, that looked safe. And no. you're the one who's freaking out. When Hannah doesn't like drops and roller coasters, <laughs> where I will go this way, upside down, that way, yeah, the like other. No, never in a million years. It's me and the grandmas and the babies at the bottom. Yep. Splash Mountain <laughs> is too much, but apparently the snow too big is just fine. <laughs> um, Across the universe? Oh, wait, I have one more oh, noteworthy. Sorry. They didn't win the contest. That's true. They usually win the contest. They, they I really the thought they were going to. That's true. Yeah, they didn't win the strudel contest, even though it was the uncle's recipe. Because you don't make crust on this good on the second attempt at that point. And he even says, it was our second try. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> okay. Across the universe. So, um, my across the universe, I have a couple, but um, it's Lacey Chabert who most people know from, well, a lot of people know from Mean Girls and her character in Mean Girls, her father invented toaster strudel. And so now Lisa (laughs) Chabert is making more strudel and it's her uncle's strudel. So I just thought that was, I was tickled (laughs) by that connection. (laughs) 
Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, uh, mine, I, I have a few, but, uh, the first one was that Tyler Han- Hines is a, a contractor extraordinaire, similar to his character in Flip That Romance. Yeah! I was wondering why that felt familiar. Yeah, it's because he did that already. He did it. <laughs> Um, I thought I said that the premise was very uh, similar to Falling in Love, where um, she kind of comes to, she in- inherits a, a house that has needs to be renovated mm-hmm. or is in the yeah. middle of being renovated. Yeah. Um, they talk about this, there's like a constellation and a story about a constellation and like lovers in a constellation. I don't know. Like, Not being able to get together. Yeah. And they're various. Um, and it's, it's sort of like somehow supposed to relate to their love story too which is exactly how it works out in love to the rescue yep i had that one too (laughs) i was like oh this is a different story but it might be the same constellation i I, I think it's different because they talked about like the milky way being Uh, like in between them mm -hmm. i i I don't remember it being the same sort of thing but yeah it it was (laughs) um it was very good that's all i had that's all i have too Kiss meter. Kiss meter. <laughs> I, okay, there were two kisses. There were two kisses and I rated both of them. I did two. Um, so I gave it a six. Oh. Because, um, so let me set the scene for you. Um, so um, <laughs> they're on the porch with like the telescope and they're leaning over it, leaning it on, like, so they're leaning over the the railing with their elbows kind of next to each other. And so they're like side by side by Sondheim and um, (laughs) they turn and they look to each other and then that's how they kiss. And so you kind of really can't see it. And they're, they look like they're in an awkward angle. And then Lacey Chabert's hands are still up. And then at one point she just kind of, one of her hands just goes and then drops. (laughs) So it just seemed really awkward or like, it seemed like, you're like high school kiss when you're like kissing your date in the car and it's super awkward because you don't know how to kiss and you're side by side and it's like, that's what it looked like <laughs> to me. And so I gave it a six. Okay. I was nicer than you. I said eight-ish. Oh, wow. I know. Um, I And it's really, I, it's because of Tyler Hines. I just it's love him. So um, uh, but I did say that it wasn't as passionate as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like it should be like, I... I'm so excited that I get to kiss you. And instead, it kind of felt like, eh, this is what we're doing now. Yeah, it really <laughs> did. Like, it, it didn't seem, it seemed very orchestrated. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was more like a sealed with a kiss moment rather than a, oh, yes, yeah. person. Yeah. Seven, that, oh, seven. Okay, so now you know what I gave kiss number two, which yeah. is seven, because it felt a little bit better because they were standing and facing each other and it was nice. I also agreed that the second kiss was better. Yeah. I, I I didn't give it a rating because it didn't because I, I said it was an eight to begin with mm. and that wasn't a nine it wasn't a nine yeah but I, I said it was closer to nine yeah <laughs> an eight point six yeah to me it was a seven so um, the second kiss was a seven and then the movie ended mm, which movie ended. I thought it was weird <laughs> <laughs> I was I was sort of half expecting them to be like in the middle of like. Uh, because they seemed like they had so much of a partnership rather than a relationship that I sort of wanted to see them in a partnership, like doing Strudelfest or doing whatever, yeah. something else together. They seemed like there should be a button, but there was, and it just yeah. ended. Yeah, I hear you. So, Katie, oh. <laughs> would you watch this? Yeah. 
yeah, I thought this one was really, really cute. Um, it's not super hard to watch. It's easy. It's fluffy. It's mm-hmm. not, you, you can have it on the background and not be totally like squirmy. Yeah, totally yeah. middle of the road, just fine. I'd, I'd, I'd sit through it again for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of land around the same place. I said it was cute enough, um, and I'll watch anything with Tyler Hines. Um, I don't think this is one where I'm like, go out and figure out a way to watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't feel that strongly about it. It's more of a, like, if it's on, it's cute. Is, off the top of your head, besides the story of us, mm-hmm. is there one that you would go out of your way to try to figure out how to watch it? Cinderella Christmas? I mean, <laughs> and probably Christmas, the Christmas in love, love. What was the? What? Oh, the Christian Chenoweth one. one. Yeah, uh, Christmas in love. Christmas in love. I think I would. I would say people. Should. No, Christmas love story. Christmas love story. That's it. Jesus, we are bad. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like that one. I would say. I mean, granted, I think there's a caveat of like you have to want to watch this kind of movie. Yeah. Like, I'd, I wouldn't say, like, oh, you like action movies, but you should still go out on your, go out of your way to, like, see. Yeah. You know, like, it's not that. It's like, okay, you have to know that, like, this is the kind of movie you're getting into. But if you want a really good, like, Hallmark-esque movie, like, uh, the one I would say, like, there are a few that I would say, like, you want to go search out this one. This one I don't feel like you need to search out, but you won't be disappointed watching it, whereas, like, there are definitely some where you're like, I want to die. Yeah, there are. Um, and I would like this year. I think I we would. I'd like to get into more of like what what constitutes what 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 are the ingredients of ones where you want to die, and what are the ingredients of ones that are actually surprisingly cute. I think that'd be interesting to analyze. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about that. Um, I will. I will say like as a, like a little button. Um, I think this is my favorite Lacey Chabert movie mm-hmm. because it's the one. That I think she's having the most fun. Like I, I got to see a little bit more of her humor. Um, I, I want to say that Tyler Hines again. He elevates everything he does. I think that they like some of the things that maybe were on camera were Lacey Chabert and Tyler Hines just kind of playing around when yeah. they didn't know that the camera was on. Yeah. Like, there was a moment when they're cross country skiing and and she's like, look at me, look at me, I'm going super fast. Like I've never seen her let go of yeah. the script before. Yeah. For yeah, I yeah, I think that's true. I also feel like the the this movie because it was like so outside. I feel like they played around and were like, "We'll worry about the lines later because you can't hear anything." And there was a yeah. couple of times where, like, I was like, "Oh, this is eighty yard, okay." Oh, yeah. Um, but like, I was like, "Oh, you guys are just like joking around and having a good time because no one could fucking hear you." <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. I don't know, um, but yeah, super fun. Yeah. So well, yeah. That was winter in Vale, everybody. Good time. Yeah. Good times, great oldies. So, um, uh, thanks everybody. You should follow us on Twitter. Please. One kiss means forever. One and four are numerical, and uh, we we do live tweets like, if not once a week, 
close to it. Yeah, we try to live tweet the premieres, which if you if you are vaguely on Twitter and you're a Hallmark fan and you've not participated in a live tweet-a-thon and you can watch a premiere, do it. It's really, really fun. Oftentimes, the people who are in the movies or the people they've hired to tweet for them are involved. Also, um, I think it's so funny because it's so complimentary. It's like the... It's if you need Twitter to be nice, if you need a Baby Yoda esque Twitter, that's what this is. Like yeah. it's just it's just positive. I feel I sometimes feel like we are the bad people because we sometimes will be like, "What the fuck is happening?" There are some of other <laughs> there people are around. there are other people. It's for sure, but like so many people are so nice and like, "Oh, I love it. This, I love this movie. It's so great." And I'm thinking like, "You love this movie?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yes, I love them, but also, like, it's sometimes I'll be watching and be like, this one is really bad. Oh, And somebody, yeah. and people are like, I love this story. It's, it's so moving. And you're like, what are you watching? <laughs> I think a lot of people just do that. I kind of sometimes think that people just do that so they can get retweeted by Hallmark. Sometimes, but, but sometimes they retweet the snarky stuff. Well, I was going to say, I'm here to tell you that Hallmark will retweet anybody because <laughs> we get retweeted all the time by Hallmark Channel. <laughs> And by Hallmark Bubbly Sesh. They, they, yeah, they, I yeah. really like them. Yeah. So um, uh, follow yeah, us on Twitter at One Kiss Means Forever, where the one of the four are numerals is the same with Instagram and um, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, please email us if you want. We are, we are taking requests for your your favorite Hallmark movies. Email us or tweet at us. Um, the email is One Kiss Means Forever, all spelled out at Gmail. Um, and thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. You can find his stuff on Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's He was nice enough to, to make us our, our theme. We are super grateful for that. That yeah. was really exciting. Um, and we are really grateful for you guys, too. Thank you for... Um, being our listeners yeah. and, and downloading us and yeah it's super exciting i love looking at the map of where people have downloaded and the world is getting blue because it starts off gray and every time somebody downloads in a country the country turns blue yeah so we thank you again um, for listening to us week by week we're, yeah. we're super excited to do this for you and how you listen to us and yeah and so we yeah it's very exciting we'd like to get to know you yeah, so thanks everybody. See you in two weeks. Bye bye. And I keep waving at you. What the hell is wrong with me? I'll wave too. Bye bye. <laughs> Have some fun storming the castle. You think it'll work? It'll take a miracle. Bye bye. <laughs>